Starting in uh, 2016, I lost my brother, and uh, through the grieving process, um, a year later, I started connecting with him. He started sending me signs, and um, I thought I was going crazy. Um, then I started reading about the afterlife, and I had previous knowledge about my life path and my destiny because I learned about numerology in my early, in my late teens. And um, I learned that I am here for a higher calling. Uh, my purpose is definitely to connect with the spirit world and bring the light. And uh, welcome everyone to Haunting Live Podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching. And if you like what you see here, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and also the like button. It does help us out quite a bit. We have noticed a bunch of new subscribers lately on the channel, so that's wonderful. Thank you very much for that. And don't forget to also follow us on our other social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. We're over there also, so uh, follow us over there for all the posts that we do for you guys. Uh, well, welcome to the show today. We do have a very special guest joining us, uh, Kayla. We welcome her to the show, uh, Readings by Kayla, and she is Psychic Medium Kayla Garcia. So let's bring her on today. Hi, Kayla. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking your time to talk to us today about your journey through uh, mediumship and also you do oracle cards and intuitive as well. So you're pretty busy with all that you do. Um, but first of all, tell us how you got into mediumship. What drew you into the field? Okay, so about eight and a half years ago, my mom passed away suddenly from cancer and I was 22. And um, the thought of her being gone and like not ever being able to communicate with her again was just like, I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom it. So I started looking into mediumship and I found a local medium. I'm from Vancouver, BC. So I found a local medium who was doing a demonstration in Squamish, which is halfway between Vancouver and Whistler. And um, she, so a demonstration is when it was live in person and she had about 30 people there. And so you're not sure if your loved one's gonna come through, but they may or may not. Um, so I was sitting in the back row and I had two out of my three sisters there with me and a friend and my mom came through like the third person and um, it blew me away. And then I believed, you know, I wasn't a skeptic any longer. I was like, so um, excited to know that like she was still around and she had seen things since she had passed. And that kind of spiraled me onto my spiritual journey. And I started reading spiritual books. And then I ended up taking a uh, card reading course. Um, and then I started practicing on all my friends and they're all like, these are so accurate. And then I kind of just had like a little 
side business business for my card readings. And then, cause I got busy, I had kids, I'd met a husband and I had had kids. And so in between there, it was kind of like, I wasn't fully um, delved into my business. And then I went on a retreat about two years ago, almost now, um, where I went to the retreat to give card readings to the women who went on the retreat. And during one of my readings, a spirit came in and it was one of the girl's best friend. And it was really, I like, she was crying. I was crying because I was like, I didn't know I could do this. And then every single reading after that, I could feel spirit. So I would ask permission for my card, um, like my clients, if a spirit comes to, are you open? And so I started practicing that way. And then I ended up joining like a mediumship circle group of women who um, are mediums or psychics. And we do, and I practiced and learned a whole bunch. Um, And then last January, I came out on my Instagram and said, I not only do card readings, I now offer mediumship readings. So now I've been doing it for about a year. Yeah. That's wonderful. You you were able to use... um something negative like a passing of a close family member to use your abilities and grow your abilities so do you feel that she helped you a lot in the ways of growing your abilities or did you kind of feel a growth after that happened yeah absolutely you know what I don't think because I know mediumships can can take a long time to develop and I'm always developing and I'm always learning new things but um the fact that I'm able to have clients and be able to connect to the loved ones very easily um, after only doing it for, you know, two years um, while having a baby. So like, not like I'm doing it all the time. I feel like my mom has really helped um, guide me on the journey, helped me um, have like this natural development because it came, it felt and came very natural. And I know that sometimes um, that's not always the case, or they say you should have a certain amount of practices before you can go um professional but i just have felt like it just came so fast and easy to me and i feel like i have my mom to thank for that yeah yeah it does take some people different timelines to develop their journey so everybody's journey is different and um, Mm -hmm. that's sort of what the show is is about trying to bring out what happened to you in your own personal journey of developing your mediumship so um what happened then after that then after you started developing did you what was your next step in your development Well, yeah, so I started offering, like, asking if they were willing to accept, like, a spirit to come through, and if they were, then I kind of, like, practiced the mediumship skills on my, like, intuitive reading clients, and then I started practicing on, like, friends, and then I joined a circle of women who... um, So there was lots of classes, and, like, they would have, like, every month there would be, like, a new um, theme to learn about different things, um... And every week you get to, you can sign up for practice readings. So it's like an equal exchange of energy. So I would give a reading and they would give a reading and I just kept doing them. And I was planning on signing up for their, they have a program, but I ended up not signing up because every time I talked to one of my partners, I said, I'm thinking about signing up. And then after my reading, they said, I don't think you need to. And I'm like, oh, wow, really? Um, And then I actually started doing demonstration readings. So I do those also over Zoom. Mm Mm-hmm. So did you feel that you had like a guide sort of pushing you down your path at that point already then? Did you feel sort of yeah. a little more advanced than maybe some of the other people? Yeah, some sometimes. I was like shocked that I could I could read so well, even though they had done the course and I hadn't, um, which is why I kind of felt like my mom was helping me. Um, yeah, I've even recently, I've even connected to some spirits where I, I've given a reading 
And the person was like, oh, that person just passed away two weeks ago. And I was like blown away because I heard two, but I thought it was two months ago because I knew that they were, I could tell that they were new, but I felt like it was two months ago because normally two weeks is like really soon, you know, to speak to someone in spirit. Um, I've also had recently on two occasions where they're like, I've had so many mediumship readings. I've always wanted my grandpa to come through and he never came through. And then I was the first one to channel him. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like how, like what an honor. So I, I, I don't know what it is, but I just, I feel like it's just came naturally to me. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. No, totally for sure. Some people have trouble connecting with the other side and connecting with spirit when they're trying to do mediumship. But for you, it seems to have come pretty quickly. So that's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, what sort of experiences have you had since then? What has kind of taken place in your life and in your mediumship path since you started having these um, connection with spirit? Has there been something that's really stood out to you as really important to you? Or Yeah, so it's definitely, I feel like I, I this year especially, or like last year in January, I felt like this is my path. Like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So after um, I had a daughter in 2020, um, my second child, I could have gone back to work after mat leave in Canada. It's a year. So I didn't go back to work. I decided to like go full force with my business. And I really started like being present on my Instagram and I amped up my website. And I, I just really wanted to try to, you know, get the word out there that this is what I'm doing. And, um, every month it's slowly picking up and I'm, I'm finally like, feel like I have like a business now. And it's like so exciting because that's all I ever wanted for years with my card business. But now I've maybe mediumship was the way I was supposed to get this ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. It helps for sure. If you can combine both of your uh, passions that you have for either the card readings or the intuitiveness and do both those together. Mm -hmm. um, have you found that? Have you found that people have been, supportive of you and helping you through this like how has your family's reaction been to you taking this as a full-time career um my my dad and my sisters and they they've been supportive they're kind of like wow how can you do this this is so cool um most of all all of my friends like I there was a time where you know I was worried about telling people but now I just even if I'm at the park with my kids and someone's like, what do you do for work? I literally just say I'm a psychic medium. And I feel like I either get a reaction that's, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Or they probably think I'm weird, but I just, <laughs> I just don't care anymore because it's just like what I want to do. But yeah, my family's been supportive of me um, doing this. I, my grandma thought I, I was crazy and she thinks I'm crazy, but I feel like the older generations aren't as open to this. Um, and I always say, when they pass away, they will know the truth. So <laughs> I can't, I can't change their mind right now. No, the older generations is kind of stuck in their ways. They don't want to change and they don't want to accept any type of change. I find that as well. Um, yeah. Especially when you're trying to talk to them about paranormal stuff or anything like that's different, that's out there that they, they don't open their mind to. So yeah, I, I understand that. Um, yeah, but sure. you might be talking to them soon enough anyways. So. Yeah. <laughs> they might be on the other side. So um do you find that though? Do you find that it's hard to talk to certain groups of people about what you do or is it more been a positive response to talking to people? Um, it's been a positive response except for, you know, anyone that I know that, um, well, I don't really know that many people that are super religious, but any, like my, uh, my husband's grandma is religious and, um, 
I heard a comment that she actually thinks I'm talking to demons. Well, I guess that like religious people have different beliefs on what mediums actually do. Um, and I didn't really realize that until I became a medium. And then I was like, oh, people really think that? Like, I was shocked. But um, for the most part, it's been, it's been um, very positive. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are some, I guess, bad apples when you talk to people about um, this kind of topic. They don't understand it or they don't want to understand it or they don't have an open enough mind to want to even start talking about it. So um, hopefully with shows like ours here, Haunting Live and other shows that talk to mediums, um, it will open up people's mind a little bit, I hope. Yeah. That, that that's that's amazing that yeah there's podcasts now and and interviews and youtube that people can watch and learn and see how um it's not scary and i and i and i love turning non skeptics into non-skeptics you know like yeah have you had any experiences with that then have you had a really heavy skeptical person come to you and be like i don't believe any of this i don't like what you do I'm, and you turn them around or you know and i've never had anyone come to me like um like front on and tell me they're a skeptic, but I have had after the reading being like, I did not think that that person was going to come through. I did not think you were going to be able to do what you did. And then hearing that has been like, oh, wow, like I love that, you know? But um, I think it would be pretty hard if I had someone come in right away and say that they were very skeptical because that just makes it so much harder. Um, and you can only give what the spirit says right so if i and they have to be open-minded and think of all the ways that that could relate like if i say the letter r and then their name doesn't start with an r some people might who are a skeptic would be like nope like that's not right but they might not think oh both of their kids names start with an r or their last you know and like they're not open to all the the avenues of like the evidence that i'm bringing and like looking at how it could work or how it could match yeah yeah, with the cases like those are your clients that have that kind of mentality when they start talking to you for a session, like you're up against the wall right away. It's like, um, is it really hard to break through sometimes to people like that? Yeah, I haven't had anyone who's like been hard enough where I've had to like turn them away. So it's been okay so far. But um, if that happened, I obviously would say like, no, obviously, we're not a match. Um <laughs> And I wouldn't read for someone who was who was doing something like that. Yeah, but it's been it's been fine so far. I've I've been able to attract um a lot of great clients. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk with about your clients and day to day next. Um, what is the most common topic that you talk to your clients about? Like, what type of session do they request most from you? Is it the intuitive side, or is it the oracle readings, or what type of um, service do you mostly offer for people? So I offer like the psychic readings and then the mediumship readings. Um, I do actually find that I um, get more people signing up for psychic sessions, um, probably because psychic sessions you could get done all throughout the year, you know, whereas mediumship, you're probably not going to do that all year long. You might do like once a year, or once every six months, depending on who you have on the other side, right? Um, the psychic readings, like I, I get people who will just come and say, show me what comes up. And then an area of their life will come up and um, we'll delve deeper into that. Or I, I welcome them to ask me questions. Uh, sometimes it's like they'd need clarity in an area of their life, whether it's like relationships or finances or health or um, career. So that's usually like we pick a topic sometimes and we pull cards and then I get psychic downloads on what they can do to um, help them or what might come up. 
etc. There's so many things that you can do in a psychic session. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots we can do depending on what they ask for, right? So it's like, um, if the, what's the most common thing that they ask for these days? Is it mostly about relationship or is it about career future? Get or? Most, I get career a lot. Yeah, I get career a lot and like clarity in a certain area of their life if they've like made a change and like the or the clarity like do I make a change? Like I'm feeling like I should make a change and like needing that clarity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, these days it's so uncertain for everybody. So I guess that would make sense that that would be one of those more common questions, I guess. That's the right now. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So um, what else do you provide for your clients and besides your normal services of uh, oracle readings or intuitive readings? Um, what else kind of services do you provide or is that the main topics that you do? So those are the two things I do. Um, and in my psychic readings, I also offer like a month ahead spread or um, like one card pull. Like you don't have to do like a exact, um, or sorry, a three card spread. It's not only, but I also do, um, I'm actually going to be offering an intuition, a tapping into your intuition class uh, next month. The month after that, I'm going to be offering a um, beginner's guide to um, reading Oracle cards and using Oracle cards. Um, and I also do mediumship demonstrations every couple months. So that's over Zoom and it would be a group of people. So you may or may not get a reading, but it's a cool way to witness the, the energy, the healing energy and um, witness me delivering messages. And um, hopefully you can get one, you know. So, yeah, I do those offer those as well. Yeah, that's cool that you can actually offer that over Zoom as a different way of doing the readings, I think, especially still to do like group reading also. So you have a bunch of people there participating. Yeah. Is that something that you like to do as well is to sort of teach how to do things like how how you, you teach other clients how to do things? Is it something that you've always done? Yes. or? Yes, um, I noticed that my psychic downloads often give people a lot of tips. Like I know a lot of psychics just tell you what they're seeing for the future or for the now, but I often get a lot of tips on how to, I, yeah, my, my guides and my angels and like spirit often give me advice for the client. So I'm actually also in the, in the works of making, it's going to be coming out in March. I'm um, like a six week healing psychic program where you'd work with me i get psychic reading every week and i give homework on ways that you can implement things into your life to to gain um whatever you're trying to gain at this point in your life you know whether it's healing whether it's um advancement whether it's like tapping more into your spirituality or anything so i'm also going to be starting to offer uh, programs as well yes that's cool that you have a passion for teaching and sort of sharing your abilities with other people too um, speaking of more about your clients, can you um, recall anything that's happened between you and a client that really stood out? So like an experience that you'd like to share about one of your stories? Well, I have a story that I always share about that I love because um, I often, um, I'm very good at getting like the personality. So more than evidence, I really like embody the person's personality and I can really feel who they were and what they were as a person. And that's like a very strong piece of evidence, you know, for people. So there was this one, um, it's a friend of mine, but his mom had passed away and I never knew his mom or anything. And um, I said, your mom wants to say like rock on. But when I said rock on, I did the hang loose sign by accident. And he started laughing and he goes, my mom always accidentally did the hang loose sign instead of the rock on sign. So it was like, she, her, she embodied me and made me do it wrong, you know, so that, 
it could, he could really feel her presence. Um, I've also had, um, I've had lots of cool experiences, but I also recently had someone following me around for a few days, which was the first time that it happened. I had a, a male spirit with a top hat and I couldn't, I was like, what? Normally if they're going to follow me around the day before or the day of the reading, that's one thing, but I didn't have any readings booked for like five days. And I was like, who is this guy? So um, I came on my Instagram stories because I felt called to, and I trust my intuition. And I said, this is who I have. This is what he feels like. And someone reached out to me and said, I think that's my grandpa. And she actually lives in Australia. And so we actually connected and I gave her like the message that he wanted to give. And it was her grandpa. But I thought that that was wild that he found me to give her a message. Um, it was pretty cool. So you guys connected over Instagram to pass the message along? Like, was that the way yeah, it got then we, started? We met on, yeah, then we met on Zoom and then, yeah, but yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Really interesting. Um, we had a guest recently on, I think from Nova Scotia, and she was talking about there's a couple entities out there actually that are called, one's a black hat man, and he oh. wears a black hat. So that's kind of who I thought you were talking about for a second there. But, oh. um which would be a weird connection because we were talking about that in the recent show. So. Oh, interesting. Who knows? I, you know what? I just tapped into his energy and what he looked like. And she said that her grandpa, she's an aspiring medium also. And she said that her grandpa always comes um, in wearing a top hat and the energy connected. But then when I talked to her, I like I connected with her grandfather, but yeah, I I haven't had any negative entities come to visit me yet. Knock on wood, knock on wood. Yeah, I hope I hope that my mom's protecting me or something because I haven't had negative energies yet. Yeah. Good. No, as long as you protect yourself when you're doing your mediumship work, it's really important that you don't draw those negative energies in. But yeah. if you do, it's good to know how to deal with them as well if something happens. So <laughs> hopefully you do have some guides that are sort of protecting you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I do because I have like very minimal um like I do like my little prayers and stuff and clearing, but like I don't have like a huge, huge practice of like and I'm I've been lucky and I feel like it's just maybe my guides are really protected of over me. Well they could be because you're sort of new at it. You said you only be doing it for a year um, yeah. so far seriously as a medium yeah. so you're dealing with spirit directly for a year and yeah I can see maybe you're just not projecting your energy out there far enough for negative energies to come and attach to you mm -hmm. so that's probably a good thing so far so hopefully you don't run into anything negative yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how has your overall um, journey been so far then has it been what you expected it to be has it been going the way you've hoped it has so far or what do you see going forward well yeah there's been it's been so many ups and downs like because I had kids and I didn't focus like fully on it but now that I'm like really like I, I like decided like this is what I'm doing and I've really like embodied it um, I'm really excited for this year because um, last year I was like slowly growing it and now it's consistently, I'm consistently, um, getting more and more clients every month and it's exciting. Yeah. Because I'm finally feel like I'm like, I have a business now and people are, cause that's the hardest thing with these type of businesses is it's kind of like word of mouth and it's just hard to get your name out there at first, you know, and to get people to find you. And then once people start finding you, then it can start to transpire into like the business that you want. Right yeah so where do you see it going in the future then do you plan on continuing this for the rest of your life kind of thing or is it something you hope will grow into a bigger business or honestly i hope so i honestly hope that i'm going to be able to 
create lots of pro programs and collaborate with other people. I may do like collaboration programs with an astrologer that I know, and I may do something with uh, someone who does EFT and NFT tapping and like hypnotherapy and kind of like blend. So there's like different types of things and then kind of make a program together for healing. Um, I also hope that one day I can hold retreats um, like spiritual retreats with like other people collaborations and like be able to and I hope that one day I can start doing mediumship demonstrations at like a larger scale and in person you know um, even though it is just as great over zoom I just hope that I can keep continue to build that because um, I really love doing those uh, group readings a lot mm -hmm. do you find it easier than when you do a group reading as compared to one-on-one do you think there's like oh, easier to get harder. more information coming in where there's more people or is it harder to focus on just a single person? I think it's, I think it's more challenging, but for whatever reason, it's like so rewarding. Um, but yeah, it is more challenging because there's so many spirits around and I have to ask them to come one at a time. And I have to be like, you need to really make it clear who you're talking to. And last time I did one, actually, they made it hard for me. And, um, no one was resonating with the per with the spirit, but I trust spirit. So I actually was, I, find, I singled someone out because there was only five people in the group that night. So it was easy for me to do that. But I singled someone out. I said, this is for you. And then they unmuted. And then they're like, we, we started talking. And once I hear the voice and stuff, I can connect deeper. And then we, we figured out who it was for. And it was a great message. But it's like, it's, um, it can make it harder. But it can also be easier because sometimes some spirits who are quiet, some spirits who are new, some spirits who have never done it before, the amplified of the energy of all the other spirits can help them to communicate. So that's kind of cool. And I just like that everyone gets to witness everyone else's um, reading and that like healing energy as a collective. I feel like people really like that and I, and I enjoy that as well. Yeah, that way sorry, everybody gets a little bit of beneficial energy out of it, out of the reading too. It's not just like a one focused yeah. reading. You get to sort of There's sense everybody's reading. For sure. There's usually some postcards too, like when when there's little messages that might resonate with you, even if your loved one doesn't come through. It's like they're still here with me, and they're kind of giving a, a message that you both can hear. So it's really it's really cool how they work. Yeah. Um, linking back to what we were just talking about a little bit earlier, um, with spirits being a new spirit, say they just recently passed. Is it harder to connect with that type of energy, especially if somebody comes for a reading and you know, somebody just passed away, they want to communicate with that one person. Is it hard for you to connect with that one person if it's a new spirit? Yeah, it can be. Um, that's why group demonstrations are great for new spirits, because all the other spirits will help them. And usually, I can always usually get a new spirit that way. But um, when someone comes to one on one, it's only going to be the spirits that are with that person and like I said the other day I had one where she had been only passed away for two months and I was like or two weeks and I was so shocked because she came so strongly to me um but then there are times where someone's been passed away for a year and they're they're very quiet and like I can tell when they come towards me that they're they're very um like I've never done this before and like ap apprehensive, but usually they'll start to warm up once they hear their loved one, like realizes it's them, then they start to warm up and come closer. But yeah, it can be a little bit, it just makes a little, my job a little bit more trickier. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I've always wondered too. If you're trying to communicate with one type of spirit that 
that client is expecting you to contact, is it hard for you to kind of reach out and grab that one spirit? Or if they're not willing to talk to you right away because they're new to this and they don't know what's going on and all that, like, is it hard you know to make that connection? I'm very lucky because every single time that I've done a read, I usually say, I'll just see who comes, you know, and if by the last 10 to 20 to 15 minutes or depending on who's come through and the, it, it's every reading is different, you know, but at, at the end, if there is someone that you didn't hear from that you wanted to hear from, if you give me their name or the relationship, I can try to pull them through every time I've been able to. So I've been very lucky um, that I can do that, but um, I haven't had that problem yet. But I do have a reading this week with someone who is like a newly passed. I know it's, uh, they told me that it was their sister and that they passed very uh, recently. So we'll see how it goes. But you know what, if I can't get them, I'll just give them a refund and <laughs> we can try again. Cause I understand like, I can only do what the spirit does, right? So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully that spirit will connect and you'll have a great reading coming up. So. <laughs> I um, so. Well, thank you, Kayla, for being here. I really appreciate talking to you today and you sharing a little bit about your journey and what you do. So thank you so much for helping us out here today on Haunty Live and being our guest today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was uh, great. Yeah, wonderful to hear your stories. Is there anything that you want to sort of promote before we let you go today? How can people reach you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at readings by Kayla. Um, Kayla is K-A-I-L-A. Most people spell it with a Y. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, so yeah, readings by Kayla. And then my website is also just readingsbykayla.com. Um, so those are the two best ways to contact me is my website or by um, Instagram. And I'm on Instagram a lot. I do lives, card polls sometimes. And um, I am going to be offering um, the intuition class next month and then the oracle card reading in March and then my psychic program is going to also start in March if anyone's interested in that and I'll probably be doing a demonstration in April so yeah is there a certain day or a certain time that you do those readings on Instagram that people can check out or is it just random I usually Usually it's random. Sometimes I'll give a little hint on my story like oh I might come on tonight live to do some card pulls so yeah Okay, cool. Sounds really interesting. Uh, thank you very much for sharing your insight and your stories about your experiences with us today. I really appreciate you taking your time and uh, talking to us here on Haunting Live today. You're so welcome. Thanks very much. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. And that was Kayla. She is Readings by Kayla, and you can find her on Instagram, or she has her website as well. So I uh, recommend you guys go and check her out if you're interested in getting a reading done. And if you're in person, she is out in BC, so you can look her up as well. So she does Zoom and uh, different things for readings. So uh, check her out. And um, yeah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you guys also for being here. We are on YouTube right now. So thank you very much for all the recent subscribers to our channel. We really appreciate that. We are here each and every week with a brand new guest in the paranormal field and uh, sharing what they do, talking about what they do. And uh, usually it's on the uh, mediumship topic, but it's anything really in the paranormal field that you guys want to listen to. If you want to be a guest on our show, don't forget you can always just contact us at our email address, which is hauntinglivepodcast at gmail.com or check out our website at hauntinglivepodcast.com. 
Uh, also, on our website, we would recommend you guys check out our merch page. We have a lot of great items available for sale that we use in the paranormal field. Uh, things like smudging materials, cleansing items, crystals, uh, gift ideas, jewelry made from crystals, um, different handcrafted items as well. So we recommend you check out that if you're looking for anything spiritual for the paranormal. If you need cleansing materials or crystals for protection, uh, we offer them on our merch page. Also, don't forget to check out our, our event page. We have some events coming up uh, this year, hopefully, if uh, some COVID rules uh, relax a little bit by then. Uh, we will be having a public event this year, so keep your eye out for them. Uh, tickets are on our site right now um, for the next public event, so check that out under hauntylivepodcast.com. But if you miss our live show right here, you guys can check it out under the podcast apps. We are under anchor.fm. We are also, just last year, been picked up by a broadcast company in Rhode Island, the Rhode Island Broadcasting Network, so you can check us out there on Wednesday nights as well, so we're very excited to be with them and uh, help us get out there a little bit more. Uh, with that, guys, though, thank you so much for watching this week. Uh, look forward to having you guys back here next week, uh, Sundays at 4 o'clock, for our new guest under Haunted Live Podcast. With that, guys, take care. Have a great rest of your weekend. Um, and began working with healing of the land and because it felt like such a massive project, started teaching everyone who wanted to learn. From childhood, I would see spirits, and I just felt like they were the extra people in my home. I had a hard time like sharing them. Uh, I grew up in the Bible Belt in South Carolina, and it's just not cool. <laughs> or it was frowned upon, it's demonic, or ooh, you know, it's scary. I've always been a spooky kid. Um, I love everything paranormal. I can't, I don't have a memory where I didn't believe in magic and the paranormal. I use my intuitive abilities to help people identify their inner self. So have a deeper self-awareness. And through that, I'm able to um, help them see different perceptions and different um, belief systems that might be preventing them, you know, exploring their journey. Baby, I don't like it in here.